0: it's the dear auntie podcast with your favorite aunties Carm and Co talk to me what's going on with me? you need advice and they've got the
1: answers auntie gonna keep it real hey auntie hey auntie hey auntie you're tuned in to the dear auntie podcast podcast we are your favorite aunties I'm Co and I'm Carm and we are here with some real advice based on our real life. Mm-hmm. Before we get into this episode, though, I have to pat myself on the back a little bit here, here, yes. er, because my girl, Kyra Denea, sent me these jeans. Now, I'm not going to stand up because we still got <laughs> some work to do. We still got some work to do, but let me just tell y'all about the progress that I've made. You know I had a whole baby this year, right? Deep. So I have still been on my Snatch back, getting my shit together, mm-hmm. mission. So when she sent me these jeans over the summer, they are so cute. Super cute, right? Cute. Could not Love get them on. Like, could not get them on. Was so frustrated. I just put them back up. But now I just you want to. Then a couple months later, I could put them on, uh-huh. but I couldn't button them. Okay. A couple weeks later, I could put them on, I could button them, couldn't sit down. Okay. Your girl has them on, they are buttoned. And I am sitting. (laughs) However, we got a little more work to do because the snaps keep popping. If you see something pop during this episode, mind your business. The point is, my girl Kyra hooked me up. I'm going to post the link to her website below because these are super fly. And y'all need to support this black woman-owned business. And if you happen to have a black woman-owned business Mm -hmm. that we can support, let us know. Dear Pod at (sighs) gmail.com. Let's get into it. Okay. What are you over this week oh my gosh i am
0: over a lot of things so i'm gonna try to put it all in one okay okay I'm over stylists making demands of us when we go get our hair done. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, for black women, I don't know how it is for white women. For black women, when we go get our hair done, it is already a debacle. It is a lot. It's It's a process. We plan. We have to plan ahead. We have to plan our style for whatever it is that we're going to be doing for the next few weeks. We get there. More than likely, the process is going to take well over an hour, Mm -hmm. probably over two hours. It's just a long process. Um, Some of us take off of work to go get our hair done. So the last thing that I want to do once I've finally done getting my hair done Mm -hmm. is be forced to take pictures and video afterwards. I think that stylists need to start using their manners and ask people if they want to be on camera after they finish getting their hair done. Usually, I don't know about you. When I go get my hair done, I don't have no makeup. Who does I that? I be looking crazy. I be having all my gym clothes. I just look a mess, right? I'm already disgruntled. I do not. Are you
1: already disgruntled when I, you're getting your hair I, done? Because I, I hate
0: going to get my hair done. I hate <laughs> it. Um. So you
1: already got an attitude. I'm get me out of attitude. here.
0: So now, after I sat in your chair for eight hours to get these micro braids, not these micro braids, these uh, individuals, Now, I got to pose from every angle. I got to give you a side profile. I got to give you a front profile. I got to smile. You're going to spin the chair around, so I'm spinning in the chair. You got the ring light shining in my face. I I no longer want to do that. I'm going to start speaking up for myself at the salon, and I'm going to start saying, no, no, thank you. I do not want to be on camera. And please do not post me to your page. I Uh, agree that's pretty annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. Secondly... I've already talked about this before. I am so sick of all of these rules Mm. and regulations that come with going to these new hairstylists. Again, if you got exclamation points in your profile, I don't want to talk to you. If you're yelling at us in your profile, all caps, I don't want to talk. It's too many rules. Cash only. This, that.
1: You saw me a crazy rule today.
0: Yeah. So I went and got my hair done. Oh, the rule. That rule. That yes. must be, if you are five seven or more, it's going to be an you more. extra charge. That's We're going to put it crazy. on the screen because I really want y'all to know that we are not lying about this. Um, But I went to get my hair done the other day. Really, I was getting my locks taken out. I had some faux locks in. Um And the young lady, I never had an issue with her before, but the time prior to that, she was late to my appointment, mm-hmm. which I don't have a problem with. Stuff happens sometimes. But this particular time, I was late because I got my times mixed up. So I was about 25 minutes late. When I got there, she had an attitude. She was just like, I was like, oh, I texted her. I was like, I'm here. Are you here? She, her response was, I've been here. Mm. I said, okay. I said, this is going to get awkward. It's not starting off well. Yeah. So I went in. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that I had missed the time. Uh, okay. You know, she was kind of like giving me a little shadiness. So we sat down and she said, yeah, it's going to be 15 $15. For every 15 minutes that you were late. So at this point, it's probably about $30 added to my service. So I said, fine, a policy is a policy. But then my blood started to boil. My blood started to boil, and I took off my hat. And I turned around, and I said, you know. Not I turned around. I said, I I looked at her day to her eye. I was like, you know what? I feel some type of way about that. And she was like, "Well, well, in what way? I said, well, just last time, just literally last time I was here, you were 45 minutes late. I was sitting in the parking lot waiting for you. And my response to your tardiness was, no worries. Things happen. Take your time. I didn't ask you to take $30 off of my my service, nor did you offer to take any money off of my service. With that being said, I think it's a little funny style that you're now thinking that you're going to charge me for me being late, where's that same energy? Where's that same grace? Why Agreed, is the policy Carmen. not Why? a two-way street?
1: That's annoying.
0: So my thing is, and I'll wrap this up, as service providers, when you're doing hair, if you're going to have policies like this, let it be a two-way street. Mm-hmm. If you're going to charge me for being late, then I say that you take something
1: off of my service when you're late. Common courtesy. Because yeah. the nerve of you, ma'am, as, as... The nerve of you because you were late
0: just last just last time you were late
1: just literally that the is, last time that to me is the most annoying part of the rules and regulations of the salon industry <laughs> is that the rules only go one way only they're one only way. for the client but yeah. you could be late you could be on time and still start an hour later you can do all of the things and then you're gonna have you definitely gonna have an attitude if I ask you to take some money off of my bill yeah
0: that's a policy y'all should just not have because things can happen too Where and y'all are late every time yeah and or my appointment was at one I'm in your salon and you're still working on something else's That's head what I'm, saying. I'm here on time and yeah. you're still not
1: starting on time so, so what are we doing here yeah i'm not with that i'm definitely not with it um but <sighs> carmen i'm not gonna lie we're gonna have to play this video too no we're not my husband will kill me uh-uh. the rule to not have kids in the salon is a valid one i took my child my son fired me i can't braid his hair anymore he's like mom get the hell not away from fire, me i'm fired and rightfully so. It's traumatic for both of us. So I took him to get his hair braided at the salon. Two mm-hmm. braids, girl, real quick. One, two. Just put him in there. That nigga embarrassed the hell out of me. I'm talking about Why He gotta be he, he was. Because he acted like one that day. He was not my little sunshine. Girl, Leave my virtual nephew. Alone. I, I will show you the video. I can't put it up here, but I'll show you him screaming to the top of his at the top of his lungs for an hour. Well, straight what did you do to him? With other people in the salon getting their hair done. It was so bad. But the girl, I've been going with her for a decade. Obviously, I don't go anymore, but we've known each other for years and years. Mm-hmm. And so she was, she would never tell me. You can't bring your son right, back here. But I'm right. never taking him back there. It was so So he embarrassed you. He embarrassed me. I feel like you did so something bad. to him to make him behave that way. It was very bad. So. Um, but about your over it, really quick. Mm-hmm. I just have to commend you for being the type of girl that speaks up for herself. Thank you. Because I would have sat in that chair with an attitude.
0: No code. The you entire can't.
1: time. No. And then left. And text my friends. Like let me tell you, this is big. No, that yeah, I do not speak up for myself in those situations. Twenty twenty four. I'm stepping that shit we up. We are not allowing the stylist girls to bully us. We're not allowing anybody to bully us. Period. In 2024. But
0: especially not people we're paying. That part because these girls are not only are they bullying us, they're they're charging we're us them to bully crazy us. fees yeah. to do things that used to cost. $50. Just, it used to be included yeah. with the service. So, anyway. So,
1: I am personally over and this is kind of going to contradict the fact that I said I'm not the type of girl to speak up. Okay. I am go moving into co2.0. I love okay? that. Okay. So, I have been the type that will hold my tongue. Okay. I am I can be very Everybody's very opinionated, yeah. right? Everybody mm-hmm. has an opinion on something. But I will consciously choose not to share my opinion for sake of
0: Not wanting to ruffle
1: feathers, keeping the peace. And I have very strong feelings on
0: things. Mm -hmm.
1: Not that I think that everything I think is right, but I do think I have strong feelings on things. I am over the spirit of everybody has to be so nice, this niceness. So I saw this post that was like, Jesus wasn't a nice man. He was a good man. He was a kind man. And I said, you know what? There we go. I'm over being nice because niceness— Got us sexy red. Oh, my. Niceness gets us Sukiana. Nice. Niceness gets us the... The baby mama culture that we have. And when I say niceness, it's like I can't speak on things that are doing a disservice to our culture, our community. Politically because correct. I can't ruffle any feathers. I can't hurt anybody's feelings. Prime example, when I first started Girl Stop Playing mm-hmm. last um February, I had a team of four working with me at the time. Mm-hmm. And on the very first episode, the conversation of multiple baby daddies came up somehow. And literally we had a team meeting the next day, and two of the girls were offended. And they brought it up because they wanted me Mm -hmm. to know that I needed to be mindful of the things that I was saying on my podcast because the people I knew personally on my shit, the people I knew personally, they might be offended by this because apparently, you know, a couple of people had multiple baby daddies. And I feel like that's a prime example of you want us to not speak on an issue that could possibly save or help someone else because you feel triggered. Because it's going to hurt your feelings. Because it's going to hurt your feelings because it's going to shine a light on your decisions that you are not proud of. Mm. So we are just going to sweep this whole conversation under the rug and just be nice even though we know that speaking up could potentially save someone. So that's what Mm. I mean when I say being nice. I am over us feeling like we can't speak up on right and wrong because it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. So no more Mrs. Nice, girl. Ooh, I'm scared. I'm standing on business in 2024, baby.
0: Mm, I can't wait to see you, honey. Me either. Good for you. I'm
1: going to work on it. All right, let's get
0: into our hot
1: topics. Spicy. So
0: I was looking up some places um, regarding the best places to live for women, Mm -hmm. okay? in their 40s. And that wasn't my initial search. I think it ended up turning into just the best places for women to live. So if aunties, if you're out there, you're single, you're looking for new places to go and live, here are the best places according to some random article. Um, Tampa is up there as one of the best places to live. Tampa's a pretty
1: cool city. Seattle. I don't
0: know. Have you
1: been to Seattle?
0: I have been to Seattle. It's really pretty. I heard that. It's rainy which I'm not a heard rainy kind of girl so you're from
1: Seattle I've you heard are. it's beautiful but the weather is just yeah up. it's
0: it's it's beautiful San Francisco Boston I love San Fran
1: and the weather Atlanta too, what are they basing this off of I don't know yeah okay but this is the list put me out a list based Herod on nothing
0: is these are the best places and I also read somewhere recently that Atlanta was the best place for single black women and I just said, that must be a laugh to do what?
1: pits of hell. To, to do what? <laughs> to hang out with each other? This is, a, this is a great place for single women to meet one another. Yeah, it for is. sure. Yeah. But, uh, you can meet a husband here, though. We both did. You
0: can. You can. But You're I don't right. know about it
1: being the best place but, for black women. Yeah,
0: because I definitely... Let's not act like it wasn't like a bit of a struggle. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So, anyway, I just wanted to put that out there. So, speaking of Atlanta, not too long ago we had a show where we talked about our boy... Keith um, Keith Lee, Lee. Mm -hmm. how he was shaking things up in the city. And so apparently the people of Atlanta, they had a meeting. Okay. they had a whole meeting about it. Um, And I want to know your thoughts on one of the quotes that came out of this meeting from Atlanta's own Frank Ski. He stated, and this was a town hall, it's almost impossible to give good customer service to black people. What are what are your thoughts on that? Um, because I thought that was it. was like, "Ooh, he's shaking the table."
1: Um, but was that a complete quote? What came? What was the comma? There was a comma. No, I don't, Frank.
0: I, and I I don't
1: believe that you said that I with I a period.
0: Because the person that put the tweet out was somebody that I know personally. So I went her to her DMs and said, "Is this what he said?" She said, "Yes." So I'm going based on someone who was at the town hall. And she tweeted while she was there.
1: Okay. And so So you want me to respond just if he I actually mean, said and, that. And, if and, he actually said and that. And not even, let's take Frank out okay, of it. Okay, because I was gonna say. Let's I just, just don't want to believe that he meant it in that way. Only because, because, because I've heard this before. Only because Frank restaurant, you know, he's he's an experienced restaurateur. Mm-hmm. He's obviously a staple in Atlanta. So I don't believe that there was just a period like okay. black people don't deserve good service, period. Mm-hmm. I believe. That if there was a comma, something that could have possibly come after the comma could have been like, we don't know how to respect each other. We don't um, appreciate, you know, I feel like there could, he could have explained that and I could have gotten it. That statement with the period at the end, I don't agree with. I think that here in Atlanta, we could think about Atlanta, we could think about DC in terms of black cities. Mm -hmm. And I think that as ghetto and ratchet as, you know, they may make Atlanta appear to be on, like, reality TV, yeah. there's definitely black excellence in Absolutely, the city. All around. So to lump black people into a one particular group of people yeah. that you can't serve, I think that's crazy. Especially being a black man, to I say do, that. too.
0: But the reason I brought this up is because this is a quote or something that I've heard other people say before like it's impossible to please are you know black customers they are like the hardest group to serve so I'm okay. just wondering if you thought there was any truth to that what um, do you think for me I I can't really say that there is 100% true to that I think to your point something that I've experienced is that black people on occasion I noticed that they tend to give black business owners a harder time than they would give white business owners. So whether it's hassling or trying to, you know, hassle for prices Mm -hmm. or, you know, wanting you to discount or your stuff is too expensive or, you know, really holding us to higher standards. Then they hold white business owners. I think that is something that I've seen. I'm not going to say that it's across the board, but it's something I've definitely seen and something I've experienced.
1: I agree. And a perfect example that I could think of is Poor Calvin's here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Bomb restaurant, great food owned by an Asian man and he mm-hmm. don't play that shit. He <laughs> has real rules. He is a stickler for like the no substitutions, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all of those things that we complain about usually when we go to black restaurants. And people love it. And, but yeah, people definitely just abide by the rules. Mm-hmm. So I do think that we discre- We don't respect each other as much as we respect other people. That's correct. So I as think that's the people, root of it. Yeah, period. I yeah. think that's the root of it. But I also think that There's nuances to everything. There's always going to be a ghetto ratchet group of black people. There's always going to be a country trailer trash group of white people that don't know how to act. I think that you can't just say black people. You can't give them good service. I think that's crazy.
0: Because then I think that sets us up to just say, well, we're not going to give black people good service at all. all. And it takes us down a rabbit hole. All right. Next up, Auntie Cheryl Lee Ralph is finally moving in with her husband after 20 years of marriage. I say congratulations to y'all on that. Um, for me, I think them living separately—that's refreshing. That's 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 pretty innovative. What do you think?
1: Innovative is a, <laughs> is a word that you could use.
0: I mean, I think um, it's outside of the it's box. worked
1: for them. Mm-hmm. I cannot judge anything that is working for anybody. Yes. And I think that's part of our problem is us thinking that marriage only goes one way. Right. It only has to go this one way. So obviously, if they've been in it for 20 years, it has worked this far. Mm-hmm. And things have to be going well because they're moving in together now. So Clearly. You know? So, yeah. i not be me, though.
0: But I've heard a lot of people say, hey, me and my husband, we're good. We're good in our separate bedrooms. We're good in our separate homes. We're good on, um, you know opposite coasts, we're good we're married and when we see each other we see each other
1: I think too though it goes back to the lifestyle of someone in the entertainment business it's not like Mm -hmm. Cheryl Lee Roth just lives in one place anyway so because of her lifestyle that's probably more conducive to you know that but no it couldn't be me
0: 103,000
1: dropped a flute album I heard have you listened to it? I have not why not? I'm not gonna say because the people might cancel me. Hmm. You never cared about that before. True. <laughs> I am not a huge.
0: Outcast oh yeah, fan. canceled. You're canceled. I don't dislike them. I'm just not a fan. Because I know exactly what you're about to say. Now you are canceled. On I my just list. am
1: not a fan. Really? Why? Not that I dislike them, I'm just not a fan. That's not that of doesn't outcast? mean the same thing. See? See how y'all get sensitive? <laughs> Kendrick does the same thing. He's like, <laughs> "Okay."
0: I'm sorry. Um, no, that's Don't fine. cancel me. y'all. I'm, I'm just being honest. I'm learning to accept people different at, for opinions, who they are. Thank you. And that's okay that you don't like one of the most iconic.
1: I don't dislike him, see? I didn't say that. See? Did I say history. that? I didn't say dislike. Yeah. I didn't she say said no, I did say outcast, but I didn't say dislike. I just said I'm not a fan. That doesn't mean the same thing, Carmen. Does that mean the same thing to you? So sorry, Ms. Jackson. So like, rose apart. You know what probably so, did it for me? The roses smell like boo boo song. I was roses not feeling that.
0: Smell like that boo-boo-boo. that style
1: of like goofy music or yeah, whatever like that it. was. I thought that was weird. So okay. they probably really gonna cancel me now. I'm gonna stop, right. stop talking. Go ahead. Did you Ooh, like the <sighs> album?
0: Well. I will say this album has taken me through many a uh, stressful day. Okay. I use it to meditate. Okay. So I'll put it on, I'll get in my meditation poses, and I just relax. And it really is calming to the nervous system. I want you to hear the track names. And I have Am I gonna love them? Um, I don't know if you're gonna love them. Okay. But <laughs> so the first track is called I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. That's the first track, okay? The second track is, the slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. Do you agree? So what are your, what are your thoughts on those first two?
1: I need to smoke weed.
0: <laughs> that night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones that I couldn't control shit was wild
1: now my thought is he was smoking weed
0: definitely he was definitely smoking weed, weed. but you know That's track three. yeah but the but the melodies are so calming and peaceful I I say use it on my virtual nephews when it's time for them to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. It is very healing, and I think for it makes for a good massage session. Okay, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to... But I wanted to say the reason why he said he made this flute album is because he said he too damn old to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. Now, what's your thoughts on that? Like, at a certain age, should you stop rapping? Should... Because, you know, we're aunties and uncles. At- so
1: my thing is, what are you rapping about? I think that there is a mature way to evolve as a rapper. Mm-hmm. I think that probably the best example of a like a, you, a visual maturation of a rapper is like the 444 album from jay yeah, It's like Z, the definitely. content of the album. The conversation was different. I think if you can still be a rapper if you haven't evolved conversation. Yeah. If you are still rapping and you're talking about the same thing that you were doing 20 years ago, Drake. you're definitely no longer doing that. It's a lie. We know it's a lie. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably what he was saying. Like, y'all don't mm-hmm. want to know about me being a... I can't rap about me being a dad and me taking my kid to the baseball game. Like, I'm living a different life now. So. Yeah,
0: we're... Yeah. Okay. So people are getting dumber and dumber, as I'm sure you know. And America is... I blame them for a lot of it. Um, but especially because they're adding these words to the dictionary, mm-hmm. these new words. So a couple of the new, the latest words that have been added to the dictionary are John J A
1: W N Philly, okay John mm-hmm. Riz. I remember that one. Yeet. What does that mean? I have to go. I'm gonna look I it up in no the dictionary. Idea. Okay. Sus. Sus, Okay, I'm familiar. Luke, Luke. I don't think you have to say Luke. <laughs> <laughs> that's a look. Look. Fenster. I can't believe that's going in the dictionary. Mid and bussin'.
0: All of these are going in the dictionary. You know
1: why they're making it to the dictionary, though? Because these millennials and Gen Zers are in the executive roles at dictionary.com. This is And dumb. they're approving this.
0: I hate it. This is well, dumb. Well, it's going to get worse. We're getting
1: dumber and dumber. Yeah, I think that. That was in the dictionary?
0: That's shameful still. As much as I love Beyonce, I don't think bootylicious Bootylicious should should be in the
1: dictionary. No, because what does it say? You have a lot of booty? I think
0: real words should be in the dictionary. There used to be a time and place when we were younger where we didn't know a word. Our parents would send us to the dictionary and they would say, go look it up. And we would look it up and we would come back a little bit more knowledgeable than we were before. But now you go go to the dictionary, you're going to get dumber. When you come back, walking from back from the dictionary.
1: Yeah, that's pretty bad. And that's a shame. That's pretty bad. That dictionary was blessing. I mean, urban dictionary maybe, but the yeah, actual it, dictionary, Yeah, put it in the urban not. dictionary. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Can we talk about Auntie Monica, please? Yes, please. Because I had to add this to the notes. Because, ma'am. What you want to say about my auntie? Because This should have been my auntie is over it. Let me tell y'all what else I'm over. Uh-oh. I'm over Monica playing in our face with this sea murder bullshit. Like, Monica. The, the Monica from when I was, what, a little girl, okay? Sitting on that She's curb. grown up with us with them white ass shoes on. She has grown up with us. We have watched her. We feel like we, we know her. We mm-hmm. don't want you to fail. We don't want you to get played in this way by a man with a life sentence. Yeah, She recently posted, so we know they rekindled their whatever they had going on after... Well, I don't know if it was after she divorced her husband, but either way, they rekindled their affair. Mm -hmm. It was already slightly sad that this Mm -hmm. successful, beautiful, amazing woman that has all of this going for herself would limit herself to someone who could not physically be there, right? That was already sad. But for them to end whatever they had going on and her to actually post publicly that she got her heart broken by this man in jail Hmm. that is next level to me because if you posted it i feel like it was 10 times worse like what you actually went through is 10 times worse than you'll ever post you didn't need to post about it. you didn't need to post about that's so embarrassing
0: i just feel like secondhand embarrassment she's the og ride or die like down the door and smack your chick she has been riding and riding and riding
1: to the the wheels have fallen and off and i
0: just feel like it's time to give it up it is it's time to give it up mama um so we this might be the best thing that could have ever happened to her is that her heart was broken by this man uh, murder and that she can finally move on with her life and <sighs> cuz i don't feel like i feel like she's been stuck to this dream of i don't know what because he's, he's not getting not out not getting
1: out so, what is the dream um,
0: Auntie Monica, it's time for you to go somewhere and um, go to Hill. somebody's, go, go heal, go to the kitchen and, and bake some cornbread, bake some cakes or something, whatever aunties do nowadays, please go do that.
1: Um, One last thing, yes. because he responded to her post no, and put up didn't. his own post that now, what is, they, in a shady way, yes, they got phones in, now they in got the jail, they got in phones prison. down at the jail. But he basically said people want to speak on, like, people, y'all worry about the wrong thing. I got a murder trial I'm trying to beat. That is what his response was. Like, you are worrying about, people want to talk all this. Y'all worrying about the wrong thing. I'm trying to beat a murder trial.
0: Well, excuse me. First it's of all. It's the
1: audacity for me.
0: Can I just say that, you're, that? first of all, your name is C. Murder. That's the first thing I want to bring to your attention, sir.
1: And you I'm are not, on trial for what?
0: I'm not sure murder. if you know that your name is C. Murder. And you won't try for murder. But that ain't Auntie Monica's fault. It's not. At all.
1: And I'm sure she's done everything she could do. This is misdirected anger, uh, it for is. sure. so please do better. Learn learn from Monica's mistake.
0: Learn. Rod Digger, who? A old school. Don't do her. I'm sorry. Don't do Rod Digger like that. That was a dig.
1: But don't. <laughs>
0: So Rod Digga, y'all know Rod Digga. For for the nieces who might not know Rod Digga, she is a female rapper who was in the game. She used to rap a bus a bus.
1: Rap one of her Himes. songs. Name a Rod Digga song. Um since I'm a hater.
0: My voice is a little hoarse right now.
1: <laughs> but Ooh, she recently Googler, got read.
0: Mm-hmm. And she posted a photo th- in the caption that reads, A wise woman once said, Don't post that nigga till you're married. What do you think about women? that have that thought process because for me I don't think I've ever stuck to that rule I think I've always posted anybody I've ever been in a serious relationship with now you know what I can't stand I can't stand the girls that get a boyfriend, get a man, and they take a picture and they post them, but they put the big heart over his face or me. the big whatever, whatever. And me. I'm like, for the years, hell is the point?
1: For years, because I want y'all to you know he's here, Auntie but y'all don't need to know who he is. Auntie, Co. that was that was the point. That's the point is I want you to know there's someone here, but I don't want you to know who. You the couldn't take is. like a
0: picture of y'all hands, like.
1: No, girl, I used to put In big emoji, big the big hard-eyed cat emoji on his face. Yep, I did. I can't with you. I mean. was real um, petty. But what do I think about that? I don't hate that rule. Okay. You know who said they were going to abide by that rule and who? did not do it and regretted it? Who? Taraji. Taraji. she publicly made a point to say I ain't never posted nobody you ain't gonna ride on my coattail you ain't gonna be able to be associated with me unless Mm -hmm. you put a ring on his face and then she posted him and he played in her face
0: don't they always it seems like and that seems to be the trend it's like as soon as you post well for a lot of people not me (laughs) but as soon as you post them shit goes wrong this shit go
1: left yeah so I don't I'm not opposed to this I am very much so now I think it's weird when you pop out with a child But popping out with a husband, by all means, do you, sis?
0: Yeah. Okay. Speaking of men and their choices, professional athletes. I saw a tweet the other day, and it says, these guys make the worst decision or have the worst taste in women. They said they don't marry brain surgeons, They don't bring on or be in relationships with doctors, lawyers, CEOs, dentists, politicians, just IG models. And when I saw that post and I was like, you know what? You're right. They don't ever marry doctors, lawyers, surgeons, uh, CEOs or anything of the like. And my question is, is is that because uh, these men are highly insecure and that they need to feel like they're in control
1: with their Are money. Are you equating IG model with easily controllable? Like that type yes. of woman is easily controllable versus a professional woman? And
0: even and even though that's really bad of me to say, I think that if you have chosen
1: the life of IG modelhood, you probably... Can we define IG model? Because I feel like that term is thrown around. But do you actually mean, I mean like an influencer who gets paid for posting or like a girl that posts... Her ass for no reason. I think on Instagram. when people
0: think IG model, they think a really, really attractive woman who probably is like posting sexy photos. But is she you getting know. paid for it? Is she an influencer sometimes or probably. an IG model? Sometimes she might. Sometimes she might not.
1: Okay, I'm having a hard time here because I know influencers, not IG. Again, I don't know what the what the definition is, so I don't equate IG model with like a dummy, like a okay. bimbo. But I what I was gonna say when you were. Um, when you were reading that was they might be married to doctors and lawyers but the doctors and lawyers look like IG models these days I follow some doctors on lawyers that are doing the same stuff mm. that the girls I used to when, you know the girls from Magic City that I used to work with the same post interesting the doc- so I feel like people are blending in these days so I don't know that we would even be able to tell if she was that okay let's just pull up some couple of people let's just say let's just say a
0: couple of people um that I can't like I know sports um I'm trying to think of somebody that's popular. So if we look at Tiger Woods, for example, that's an old school somebody, right? Mm -hmm. He was just, it it was just a pretty lady. I'm assuming she didn't really have much of a career going. Um, You Mm -hmm. know, you look at the only person that I think might have had something going for themselves is Savannah James. I think she has, like, businesses on the side. See, that's what
1: I was going to say, though. I think it's a, it's very hard when a lot of these athletes marry young—marry girls from, like, when they were younger. Because I even was thinking about um, Steph Curry and Aisha. She's not a career woman, but she, she didn't have to be because they got yeah. together so young. She didn't never have to go off and apply for a job and, True. you know, carve out the Same with Savannah. We don't know— what she could have been because she didn't ever have to do those things. So I don't necessarily. Think so you that... think that
0: most women, if given the opportunity, they would say, "I don't want to do anything. I'd rather just be a stay-at-home person if I have the
1: opportunity to." If I'm married, married to LeBron James or Steph Curry, if I'm married to LeBron James or Steph Curry. Yeah, I don't think Ayesha said I'm not doing shit She came up with a cookbook She started her yes. own thing you know, so well, I she feel like,
0: like an, an anomaly Her and Savannah James And then Shawnee like Shawnee O'Neal Shawnee O'Neal But okay I'm glad you brought up Shawnee O'Neal Because mm-hmm. when you look at Basketball wise Shows like Basketball wise These women were not Necessarily business women the, uh, she, Shawnee was Because it was her show
1: But See I don't feel like they're. I feel like we're mixing IG model and like <sighs> What we used to call like a video girl back in the day, okay, like, yes. a, like So I don't, I don't feel like Shawnee was before the IG model generation. The Basketball Wives were before the IG model generation. So those mm. girls would be still in that category, like the Evelyn Lozada. What does she do with her life? Who is she? What's her career? She's been a serial athlete's girlfriend that type of woman is who I would say they go after. Not necessarily an IG model, because I wouldn't say okay, Evelyn's an IG well, model. Okay, well, let's say that is that, true. that So girl. Why? Why? Because
0: she is... Why do they go... I guess the question is... Because she doesn't why have anything going for herself. Why do self? they go after that particular woman? Why wouldn't I, as a man who makes millions of dollars, go after someone who maybe also has millions of dollars or is a doctor, is a lawyer, is a politician? Why wouldn't I do that as someone who makes that amount of money?
1: So I had a brief encounter mm-hmm. with an athlete that made millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I did not make millions of dollars, but I also was not an IG model bimbo. I had a. I was an entrepreneur was doing things that I thought were amazing. Right. He was not impressed or interested <laughs> by any of those amazing things. Yeah. He was the star. And those type of men want to be the star. And it's hard to be the co-star unless that's the type of girl that you are. You're comfortable just getting in line with what you got and going on. And men don't on. really
0: care about what women bring to the table as far as
1: money. No. I don't but, think. But not even... Do they? I no, know. I don't think they care about money, but not even like... Your are comp- like the, if if I got to pick up if I get traded tomorrow mm-hmm. and I have to pick up and move the day after tomorrow I need somebody that can, can just can come with it. me yeah so if you got too much going on you're not going to be willing to just value what I got going that on. makes
0: sense that makes complete and total sense
1: so I think women like Evelyn who clearly don't have and I'm sorry Evelyn I really just said your name so many times. Oh, my God. Women like no that, though, who just go from person to person to person, yeah. and we have not seen them doing anything Because to your point,
0: once you date an athlete, are you not going to want to still continue to date Because now you... You've accustomed well, to a I, certain lifestyle.
1: I did not. That was a first and a last. I was yeah. very turned off. Same. I was very turned off. That's I was like, but we mm, are not that type of girl. I think that's the point. Not, There's not a interested. certain type of girl that goes from athlete <laughs> to athlete to athlete to athlete. She's that yeah. type of girl. We are not. Like, this is cool or whatever. But not for the long term. Yeah. All right. I have a question for you. What's your question? So I was actually listening to the radio. I think it was Frank Ski, actually. Hey, Frank. (laughs) And a woman called in, or I think it was the man. The man called in to the show. Mm -hmm. And he wanted advice because he wanted to marry this woman. And she's been dragging her feet. Okay. Now, the reason that she's been dragging her feet Like, he didn't know. He just knew that she was kind of avoiding the conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, she wasn't really interested, which most women are going to be jumping at the conversation. So come to find out, she was previously married. Okay. And she's still getting $10,000 a month in alimony. And if she remarries, that ends. So she still gets this $10,000 a month for the next seven years. So the question he had was, should I go in a different direction because she's not going to give this up? Should I stay with her for, se- you know, for these next seven years, just ride it out? Because I could use, you that's know, that's going to be 10, my 000. question. Maybe I
0: missed it. How long have they been dating already? See, I don't know that part.
1: I don't know how long they've okay. been dating, but he would have to wait seven more years. I was
0: going to say, if they was on out. year six.
1: No, this is seven more from when he called in. It's not a total of seven. It was seven more. Uh-huh. She got seven more years left on this contract. Got you. What would your advice be? What would you do? What would you tell him to do, I should say?
0: I mean, he's just going to have to have a conversation with her. He's really just going to have to sit down and say, hey, I really want to marry you. I know that that means that your 10 a month is going to get cut off. But um, I'm willing to provide in the best way I can for you. You know, we're going to have a happy life. You know, I want us to get started on a family, whatever, you you know, kind of pitch it to her that way and see what she says. Um, If she's like, nah, I got to ride out these seven years because I want to stack this cash, then he's going to have to move in another direction. But I think that's going to tell, that conversation is going to tell him all he needs to know. Um, Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think what I cut off my 10K a month supply um, not having to do anything tough. for it. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, t- it's in, a tough if conversation. But if you're in love, if you're in love, you just might. You just might. You might say,
1: hey. I think there's definitely ways to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. I think my conversation would be, okay, well, I'm going to ride this out for the next seven years, but half of that 10 we about to put it into a business
0: something that this has okay, to be I working towards
1: our future yes. like i am not about to sit around and wait while you stack up your stash yeah <laughs> your getaway i'm just stash. saying like no that doesn't make sense and i think that it's very clear or y'all could just move in
0: together live like a married couple and then get
1: married on the year Later.
0: seven yeah, I like that.
1: How would that feel though, as a man, to know another man is basically no providing man for that. your woman? No That's man. I mean, thing. I'm not gonna say no man
0: would. I think it would be very rare for a man to agree be to okay that with arrangement. That. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I was just wondering what you thought. Um. So today's episode, we're talking all things old school, nostalgia, nostalgia, auntie vibes, uncle vibes. So I was wondering if you remember this game we used to play: step on a crack, breaking mama' back.
1: I thought it was stupid my whole life. I never did that. (laughs)
0: Why? I used to be like, break my mama back. (laughs) Well, actually, that's what happened in this video that we're going to show where this little boy got so mad at his mom because she wouldn't give him, like, I don't know, a snack or whatever. Whatever the kids want, little juicy fruit snacks. And he went ham on the cracks. He was like, break your back, mama. (laughs) Girl, My type of guy? When I saw that, I screamed because I was like, that's such an old school thing. And the fact that these little kids I know, know about and that. understand Get it, it was dead ass serious. Like your brat, your back is about to be
1: broke. That's hilarious. It uh,
0: was hilarious to me. Um Did you know that Generation Z considers you old if you send a GIF? How you do how do you say it?
1: GIF or GIF? I say both every time because I don't know which one. Okay. A I guess. GIF Oh
0: okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's
1: like gyro, gyro, gyro. I don't know. I'm going to say them all. Yeah,
0: say them all. all. Tobato, Tobato. So, yeah, apparently there's been a survey that if you send reaction gifts like how we do in text messages and it's like a gift, Generation Z is like, that's how I know you're an old ass millennial. Or a Gen Xer,
1: because well, stay off my phone, little they don't girl. Don't do that. Stay off my phone, little girls. Who are who 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 are these people? My nieces, my actual nieces. <laughs> like get out of here.
0: I don't care. So I want all the aunties out there to know that if you want to seem cool to your don't nieces, do not send a gift.
1: Oh my God, I just text. thought of something. What you remember the original gift gifs uh-huh. of like the happy birthday with the sparkles Uh or like merry Christmas with the sparkles Mm -hmm. and like on all the holidays like your aunties send you those. Oh my God. Is that like what they think of us when we send a gift? Probably
0: because I have a friend oh my God, this just, wow. Way to just that mess up my day. That puts something in perspective, yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine, her mom sends me those little things like every week. It's like a Jesus thing. And you're thing. like, you're old as hell, lady. Or it's like Where a, are you finding Good these? morning. And I, Where, yeah, where are y'all them? getting these things? <laughs> and it's like a poem about yes. like how you're a great Girl, person. The, my mother-in-law,
1: I, be- I love you. She be doing that, but where do you get them? I, and I'd be like, thank you. For that. Yeah, no, they're great. I appreciate you thinking of me, but where are y'all finding these? I don't know. But if they're thinking of us like that, with that's the gift, exactly what they think. <gasps> Jesus, now nah, it feels the type of way. Mm,
0: mm, okay. Mm. Did you ever? You, did you eat at Wendy's when you were a kid?
1: Yes, Wendy's was like I loved the, Wendy's, the best fast food. So apparently, little junior break, bacon cheeseburger. Oh well, my I god! Cheese, yeah, with a frosty. I wasn't a frosty girl, but yeah. Okay, I'm,
0: give me a nugget. I love the nuggets, the frosties, all the fr- the fries and everything. So, on Twitter, apparently Gen Z, when they saw like the yellow label Wendy's, they didn't re- they didn't recognize it because it's no longer like that. Apparently, I don't even been to Wendy's in a while, but it used to be the yellow thing for your fries mm-hmm. and for the drinks. It's, is it red right now? I think it's red now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But apparently, Gen Z looked at, saw it and they were like, What the hell is this? When was Wendy's yellow? And I felt so old when they said that.
1: I don't want to hear from Gen Z anymore. <laughs> what are y'all even talking about? But it about? takes
0: me back to like the Pizza Hut bar when you used to go in Pizza Hut the salad used bar. to get the, the salad bar. That's when Pizza Hut was at its prime. Mm-hmm. And Generation Z, you will never you will know never. that joy. You will never know that joy. Oh my gosh. So we did talk about Monica. OK, we talked about Monica, but she came out and said that she feels like she's R&B's forgotten star. Hmm. And so when I think about like all the old school aunties and uncles and just thinking about all of that and thinking about the R&B di- divas from back then, who would you say is your favorite out of all of
1: the throwback aunties who, out there? How throwback are we going? You can go as far back saying, as you like, want. Are we saying like Whitney? Yeah, you can R&B say Whitney. R&B divas or are we saying like... Well, I guess okay. Who's my favorite R&B diva?
0: Because it's for me, I would say definitely Auntie Anita.
1: Oh, you went back, back,
0: and definitely Mariah Carey. Now, Auntie Anita, I'm learning some things about Auntie Anita lately. Is that she has a terrible
1: attitude? Apparently, Man.
0: like her. Apparently, her attitude sucks. Stank. Real stank. Every other week, she's
1: in Twitter cursing drama somebody. and cursing people out at her shows with
0: Cheryl, Lynn. Cheryl Lynn. Her and Cheryl Lynn been going at it back. Who to is back Cheryl for Lynn? Decade. Um. I'm so good. Good love. Deserves. Okay, 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 okay. Yes. Okay. So they've been going, they've been Twitter beefing. Let me find out you got a little voice, Carmen. Yeah, you know, I try a little something. <clears throat> something. And so I say Anita would be my favorite throwback auntie.
1: I don't have a favorite singer. I'm going to be honest. Really? Yeah. Okay. Not my vibe. Well, what, are you listen
0: to? what did you listen to back in the day? Hip-hop? Anita
1: Baker? When did you listen to Anita Baker? This, like this is like the Queen Law. This is like the Queen Law thing. Yeah, I'm not believing I grew this.
0: up in a household my dad was a DJ when in, in, in his younger days. Okay. So I listened to all kinds of music all the time. So okay. Okay. Anita was on constant rotation. Um,
1: Tony Braxton. You know. I definitely would not say Tony. I would say Mariah out of the people you named. That's a good choice. Mar- I definitely... Mariah, Mariah was a middle school staple yes. of, like, dancing with the boys at the school dances.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, it so just brings back
0: good vibes. It does. And then you had the tape cassettes, which nobody knows anything about these days either. <sighs> mm-hmm. But just really think about it. Like, putting a tape into... A tape player. And sometimes the tape would get messed up and you you would have to to take the pencil. You have to roll it back and put it back in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, flip it to the side B. The labor we had to do
1: just to hear a damn song
0: in the 80s, in the 90s. The kids of the 2000s will never understand the trauma. You will never know. But it was joy. No,
1: iPod. That was the original iPod. You remember iPod? It's coming back. Did you know that?
0: I did not know it was coming back, but it was like a little rectangle thing that you, and it had one big button on it.
1: Speaking of one big button, Uh we are, society is starting to get fed up with technology and they are now creating dumb phones. Have you seen this? No. So it's literally for people who only want to call (laughs) and send text (laughs) messages. It has no apps, no social media, no nothing. And I think that's a little extreme Unless you're a murderer. I feel like if you are a murderer and this is your burner phone and you don't want to get caught, that's why you would have that. Yeah, that's why they have those phones. I Because your location wouldn't be tracked.
0: Shout out to Auntie Dolly Parton that I was telling you about earlier, the white auntie. With the faxes. And she even took it back to faxing. So I am in alignment with the, The the, the dumb phones and the faxing. I'm all about it. Thank you for that. So the next fond memory I have is Blockbuster. Oh, my gosh. Friday night. Blockbuster, going to, like you said, on a Friday night, picking up a pizza, getting that uh, movie, showing your Blockbuster card, having to get it back
1: before the late fee. And being privileged to go in and pick out the movie you're going to get. Yeah.
0: So you got to pick out the movie Mm -hmm. for the Friday night. And now it's all you got to do is turn on the TV and And you can stream whatever you want.
1: Hopefully you're streaming grown woman TV. I will just say that. The fact that there are still red boxes... How? How? Yes. I literally like last week I saw a red box. Not only am I wondering who's huh. who if are people like have DVDs? players at home to play them? I mean, my Who's mom has a DVD player, them? but I don't think she's playing
0: anything on it. I think it's just there. And I'm the kind of person I feel like I want to keep those things. Maybe I'm a hoarder, but, it, you
1: know, DVD players, tape players. Girl, like, shouldn't you keep those? I found Kendrick's box of Blu-ray discs. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, keep get
0: this out of here. I still have The Lion
1: King on VHS, The Little Mermaid. This but you is- have a you have a um, VCR, though, to play it? Or are you just... I don't, I don't have. a VCR. Okay. Co- it's, okay. it's okay, you could get one one day, Possibly. Oh my okay. God. I was just wondering. but yes, blockbuster definitely a staple. The Gen Z girls are definitely going to talk shit about us if they see this episode. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so 90s fashion. Ooh. Let's talk about 90s fashion and Ew. how it's come back around. Mm. Full circle. So we had lip liner, the brown lip liner. Was a thing that we did um, during that time, and it's come back around. You know the. I think I have some on right now. Yeah, the brown (laughs) lip liner, the clear gloss, the chokers, the the white lipstick,
1: the powdered donut. I don't know why the
0: silver eyelash, the The eyeliner right over top of your eye. What
1: were we doing? And
0: then um, the windbreakers. Yeah, we had windbreakers. (laughs) And it was just insane. Yeah. For those of you who were not there, it was an insane time. It was a time, time to be alive, baby. With
1: gaucho it... pants. Was that the 90s or was that the 2000s? That was the early 2000s. Okay, I'm sorry. I got a little ahead of myself. And the
0: gaucho pants, you roll them up at the top, baby. And you couldn't nobody Girl, tell you could na- nobody tell you And nothing. you had a
1: permanent wedgie when you, you wore them. Did. That, you... that butt was looking fat, even <laughs> if it wasn't. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And they just they were just perpetual high waters. And it was just the stupidest thing.
1: That was pretty dumb. All
0: right. And so I would have skipped that. But I have
1: one more. But okay. was it the 90s or the 2000s when we were doing those dumbass belts?
0: The stupid belts, was that, that the was 2000s? the 2000s, okay. but you could still put it there because it's a throwback fashion. It and is. it was an iconic. It
1: was a statement. Stupid ass staple. And we were. They we had were me in a chokehold bag. Everywhere. Silver, gold, black. I, I had every color.
0: Oh my God. And it would go on everything. Every shirt. Your blazer. Girl. Your shirt. Girl. Your dress. Girl. I mean, baby, you could not go nowhere without that belt, honey. And if you, you didn't have the color that you needed, you were going to go get it because my belt this. personally had to match
1: my shoes.
0: Oh, So okay. if I had on a red pair of shoes, I had to have a red waist oh, belt. Oh, man,
1: we looked so stupid. And remember the jewelry, like the big, chunky, beaded jewelry? It's like I can just imagine the belt. Costume jewelry. The necklace. Yeah, the costume jewelry, the pumps, the colorful pumps. Because you had to go to Claire's, oh, and you had to pick out your 3
0: for. Twenty or you're three for fifteen or whatever, and it was just a time to be alive. Do you
1: remember rave? I do remember rave. Do what? you remember Contempo Casuals? I do not. Th- that gets them every time. Now every that, time I say that, people are like, "Wait, what?" That threw me five for seven nine
0: five seven nine. Girl was the, my girl. That
1: was oh y'all are like, "What?" God. Wet yeah. Seal. Wet Seal. Wet Seal is more recent. Is ah. Wet Seal out of business now? At this it point, it has to be. It's gone. Okay,
0: but all I know is. What a time. You will never understand the joy. You won't, because all you got is Fashion over and Amazon, baby. Okay. Last but not least, I want to say about the magazines that mm. we had. So we didn't have social media. The way that we got our information was we had to go pick up a word up. We had to go pick up a vibe. We had to tear out those, mag- tear out those posters, put them on the wall if we wanted to see mm-hmm. our favorite celebrities, right? And so... I think just talking about finding those small joys, and I think that's why our nieces and nephews are so anxiety written and so depressed because we had things like this to to uplift our spirit. Like what and we you had to, to sit down somewhere. To you read had these to things. sit down. You had to read. You had to. Okay, I want to find out. Look when, things up. I want to find out what, what Mary J. Blige got going on. Let me read and see what she's doing. And um, I think we need to bring it back. Magazines? Yeah. Mm. I think magazines need to make their way back, not only because people need to read more, but it allows for us to get off of the screens, mm-hmm. get away from the phones, and just enjoy something
1: of our own. I was kind of sad that all the magazines have just... Disappeared. like the, the Jet Beauty of the Week yes. was like a staple.
0: Do you know how bad
1: I wanted to be Jet Beauty? And weeks? it'll, it's clearly it's over with. It's never gonna happen. But that was the thing. <laughs> like, yeah, that was really this a thing. What do these kids have now? I don't I I know. Now. So anyway, I just
0: wanted to take a, a trip down memory lane. I enjoyed
1: our trip down memory lane because I feel like it's, it's just much needed. It is to lift my spirits. Gen Z, don't leave us no bad reviews for this episode. No, they this shouldn't. is for the fellow aunties. Yes. So I got some trivia for you. Okay. Play some game show music uh, right here at Okay. First question. Okay. Stop reading them, Carmen. sorry. Go. And before she answers, y'all try to guess, okay? What was the 90s sitcom with a boy and earth? Boy Meets World. That was too easy. I should have asked you another question. I love that show. I love that show. (laughs) Hey, Topanga. She was like a feminist icon. Speaking of Boy Meets World, the older brother and Chili...
0: Our dating. Our dating. Yes,
1: I saw that. Yeah, that's that is a thing. such an interesting I don't uh, know what's up with Chili and his white man. Okay, uh, name two TV shows mm-hmm. with annoying boys for neighbors. Family Matters. Okay. And sister sister. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> okay. Um, who was Mr. 106 in Park? Bow Wow. Okay, that was too easy. <laughs> All right, so real quick, I got some this or that. So okay. I'm going to name two, you just pick one. Boys II Men or New Edition? Oof. Oof. I'm going to have to go with New Edition. Baby Fat or Polo? Baby Fat. Missy or Mary J?
0: Oh, my God. Now, why, those are like two of my favorite people. Saved it for last. If I had to pick one, everybody knows I'm a Mary J stan, so I'm going to go with Mary J. But! I love Missy and I feel like she's underrated.
1: Well, she's gonna stay underrated with people like you. I know, who's not taking her side. Talentless. Oh. Wait a minute, hold up. Who's talentless? I'm not gonna p- finish my sentence. Oh my gosh. You're, you're canceled again. I'm gonna get canceled again because y'all are serious about Mary. What is but happening? Are you, can you sit here and say, in a non biased way, that Mary J. Blige is, is more talented? Fast. Than Missy Elliott. That's all I'm asking. Can you say that Mary J. Blige is more talented than Missy Elliott? Is my question. That's first of all, first of all, yes or no?
0: I don't like the tone of your you question. Don't, you don't like it, and I don't like the implications that you're making. But I will say, they do two different
1: things. Nope, that's <laughs> not the answer. They do two different things. But, but it's an either or, and they're both entertaining. One is the queen of hip hop and R and B. Who has more talent? Soul. Who has more talent? Just talent. Not who can sing better. Who has more talent? Who's more talented? I don't know. Audience? I don't know. Audience, <laughs> please weigh in on this topic. Let us know down below. That's the question <laughs> of the week. Are you rocking with Missy or Mary J? Who has more talent? I would love to know. I can't believe that. All right. That's our this or that. That was kind of fun. Yay.
0: I enjoyed that. So you, you ready for Dear Auntie? Aunties? Yes. Are Go you going first? It. Okay. Dear Auntie, I have been communicating with my ex from college. We dated about five years ago. I caught him with other girls a few times back then and things ended badly. Now he's coming back around acting like he's interested again, and honestly, I might be too. Do you think he could have changed in the last five years? Should I give him another chance? What y'all think, Auntie's Liz? Oh my. Um dated five years ago, kind of the girls. I mean, I would really have to question whether or not he had actually changed. I mean, you said that you caught him cheating a couple of times and it ended badly back then. So I would like to know what makes you think that he has changed at this point. What, what, what behaviors has he exhibited to make you think that he is no longer a cheater? That's okay. my question.
1: So you don't have, you're not giving an answer. You're asking a question.
0: Correct. Because my thing is, I don't really have an answer for this because I, if it were me, I wouldn't go back. I'll say that. If it were me, I wouldn't go back. But I want to know why you are even considering going back. Let me tell you why she's
1: considering Given the circumstance. Let me tell you why. Because for those five years Mm post-college, especially if you go to an HBCU, which I don't know if she did, but the reality hits you that you just had a buffet of <laughs> options. And now it and has dropped up. Now they are gone. Yeah. And so once that five-year mark rolls around and you didn't got the baby shower invitations, you didn't been a bridesmaid several times, you're willing to settle a little bit. Mm. Literally. I used to have this theory of like the settling season. Those years after college, so many Those people. Those years are tough. They are tough because you want what you think everybody else has and they're usually not even happy with what they got because yeah. everybody's young as shit, it just usually doesn't work out. But anyway, that's probably why she's willing because she didn't, it didn't dry it up out here and I'll she's like, that. well. I yeah. say, hell no. I don't believe in being in the block. Now, okay. I know Nellie and Ashanti, they are a special case. But it doesn't usually work out like that. You don't usually have the happily ever after okay. because there's usually some residual yeah. baggage, especially if it ended badly, which would have been my question of like, how did it end? Did y'all just go separate ways? Mm-hmm. If it ended badly, then I think it's a hell no. If yeah, he she che- says it ended badly. he said, Yeah, she said that. So, I uh, hell no. And she said he cheated multiple Not times. Multiple times. So I am of the belief, I don't believe once a cheater, always a cheater. But I do believe once you have cheated on me, you will cheat on me again. <laughs> so I don't believe that if you cheat with one person, you're going to be a cheater for the rest of your life. But I uh, believe you cheat on one person and she forgives you, you're going to do it again. So I would not, not I advise I you think to go back. I, I think I agree with that theory. Stay away, Liz. Mm-hmm. Stay Run away. far away. Run. Dear fellow aunties, I think I have totally lost my sex drive. It has really put a damper on my marriage. And to be honest, it's pretty embarrassing. I am really struggling to get in the mood, initiate sex. And even when we do have sex, it's almost like my body doesn't respond. Has this ever happened to you? And can you offer any advice? Auntie Nia. And then it says uh, perimenopause.
0: All right. Auntie
1: Nia. So. Has this ever happened to you is the first question.
0: This has um, actually one of the reasons. One of the biggest reasons I think women lose their sex drive is because of stress and life happenings and things going on all around them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, first, I want to say it's it's more common than I think people care to admit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know everybody wants to put on like, oh, me and my husband Get is hanging it. from the chandelier. You alive? Okay. Well, we all got to go to work and, you know, it's a lot of other shit going on. So, but I say all that to say it is embarrassing when it happens. Um, but there are things that you can do. You can um, make sure that you are being more intentional when it comes to sex. You can set the mood, um, you know, take a nice bath, get, you know, get your wine, get all of that um, Basically set the mood mm-hmm. so that when it's time to have sex that you're really feeling it, right? Um, if your body isn't responding, even after you do all of that, there might be something else that's going on um, physically. Mm-hmm. So you might want to go to your doctor, check that out, see if you are um, experiencing dryness or whatever, because there might be some underlying condition mm-hmm. there that you might want to look into. Um But I really think that that's all the advice I have. And talk to your partner about it. Be open with them about it because if your partner is not um, getting sex on a regular basis or if your sex life has changed in any way, they're going to have comments, they're going to have questions, and they're going to have concerns. So I think talking to them is the best thing that you can do even though it's embarrassing.
1: I agree. Um, I could definitely see why it would be an embarrassing conversation. Um, But I've actually interviewed a sex therapist, and I think it's something like, it's a super high percentage. I'm going to say 80 plus percent of um, couples have experienced sexual incompatibility at some point. Uh Meaning our sex drives are not in alignment at some point over the course of our marriage. Right. That is an expectation that I think you should have. Mm -hmm. That at some point, you're going to want it when I don't, or I'm going to want it when you don't. It's just not going to be in alignment 100% of the time. And we already know that a man's sex drive is typically... Higher, higher than a woman's sex mm-hmm. drive. So to expect it to be the same, I don't think is even a realistic expectation. Reasonable. yeah. But if you want to be married for the rest of your life, <laughs> happily married for the rest of your life, and you are married to a man, which, did she say that? Uh, uh, no, she didn't she say, didn't say. But... So If you're married to a man, and he is going to want to have sex with you for the rest of your life, I think it's definitely a conversation that needs to be Absolutely. had. Because... The percentage of men that deal with erectile dysfunction is sky high as well. Mm. So the chances of him having an issue at some point over the course of your marriage are high. So I think that if you just establish that comfort with having those tough conversations, I think that'll help. And then also just find some supplements that might help. So I don't have a laundry list of them, but maca root is one that I have heard of. So I just started taking maca. So I'll, I'll let you know the results. Okay, keep us posted. Yeah. Um but I think that is common and don't judge yourself. Like you said, stress becoming a a, a mother like the change like the physical changes that your body goes through aside mm-hmm. from the emotional yeah. and mental change. Getting a new job, taking on a new role, so many life changes happen so many that we can't predict, expect, mm-hmm. prepare for. And all of that can take a toll over how your body operates. So definitely mm-hmm. just have a conversation. Absolutely. Um, okay, last one. Dear Auntie. Oh, was it your turn? I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go for it. Dear Auntie, I feel like I need to go to therapy. But you came here. Girl, <laughs> I know that I have been holding on to, this, to some issues since I was little and I'm ready to let it all go. But my mom keeps telling me that therapy is only for crazy people. How can I get the courage to do it anyway? Should I just not tell her? Nia. I mean, uh, Marley.
0: Sounds like mom
1: needs to go to therapy. I was going to say.
0: If you feel like you need to go to therapy, you probably need to go to therapy. Like, people just don't out of the blue say, hey, I feel like I need to go to therapy. There's something deep down, that you want to address, which is fine. Mm -hmm. It's obviously not just for crazy people. Um, You know, I personally believe everybody should go to therapy, whether they think something is happening or not, just because being alive is hard. Something is always happening. (laughs) Something is always going on, whether it's relationships um, with your parents, with your friends, in your marriage, just being able to... Finances, finances, friendship.
1: Something's always going
0: on. Grief. So just being able to talk to an unbiased party who can also give you advice that is been studied and mm-hmm. tested, I think... And unbiased. And unbiased. I think that that is just invaluable. So I highly encourage you to go to therapy. I think, like I said, everyone should do it. And you don't have to tell your mom you're going to therapy. That is not any of her business. Um, I, I don't know how old you are. So you might need mom if... <laughs> (laughs) you're a minor you might need her uh to go to therapy but if you're 18 you know in your 20s go to therapy she doesn't have to know anything about it
1: um at this point you are
0: grown so and i'll just add
1: that she probably doesn't want you to go to therapy because she is the reason your ass needs to go to therapy anyway and she don't want you sitting up in there
0: telling all of her business coming to
1: revelations coming to these revelations and then getting out of therapy and then coming to her to address Mm. something. You know these mothers, you can't address things with them. A
0: wise person once said many people go to therapy to address issues with people that won't go to therapy. That part. So... Your mom is living in ignorance is bliss. She's just as happy as she could be because she's ignorant to all of the things that are going on. But when you go to therapy and get that enlightenment, it's going to change your life. You're going to shake the table.
1: You are going to shake the table and the table needs to be shook. Shook. I think too many of us are carrying around baggage that we have not even identified. We're just carrying it from not even relationships, just situation to situation, environment to environment. Just with ourselves, mm-hmm. we're just carrying it, and so much of it can literally be let go. But a lot of a lot of the times, our beliefs, our mental capacity got us where we are, and it's oh, not going to get us to where we are trying to go. So having a third party, definitely helpful. The other thing that I recently learned is the difference between a therapist and a coach. Hmm. And so you might need a therapist, but you might want to also consider a coach. So apparently Mm -hmm. a therapist is going to focus on helping you work through issues of the past, like identifying issues in the past, pinpointing, you know, things from your childhood. But, a hmm. coach is going to help you figure out an action plan for the future. Oh, okay. So there's a difference. A friend so the of mine therapist... said
0: she had a coach. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about?
1: Yeah, it's a thing. So okay. I, my therapist is a coach as well. So okay. it's like the best of both worlds because we can talk about the stuff from the past, but then she can help me figure out what to do with that for the future. Mm. I have personally been with therapists where it's like, okay, we're just going round and round and round. And every yeah. time I come in here, it's just the same thing. My mama. That it is, is still my mama. So it's frustrating. It's frustrating. And so I believe that a bad therapist is worse than no therapist. Like, So if, what
0: it, do you look for in a therapist? Because I know for me, like, to your point, I like therapists that... Some therapists take the approach of they don't want to give you solutions. They're just going to ask
1: a million questions. They're just
0: going to ask the questions and let you, you know, talk and mm-hmm. vent.
1: That's annoying. But
0: I meet my therapist. The reason I'm here is because I would like some feedback and I would like you to tell me kind of... I don't what mean, should I do Not now? even, yeah, what kind of, what should I do next? What are you, what's your opinion on what so I should do? you might need a
1: coach, Carmen.
0: Okay, so maybe
1: I need to switch yeah, it over. I think, I think a life I mean, that, I feel like the same connotation that therapy has, like, you just crazy mm-hmm. if you go to therapy. People feel like that about life coaches, too. Like, really? something must be wrong with me if I have a life coach. There's like a... I
0: think life coaches have a bad rep, mm-hmm. just like kind of like relationship coaches. Yeah. Because it's like, well, what makes you such an expert on relationships or what makes you such an expert... At you know? life. Yeah. And yeah. so... But I will tell you, my therapist dragged me my last session. Did she? And she, she did give me a revelation. So... I went to her and I was like, hey, man, you know, nobody helps me do anything. And, you know, I feel overwhelmed that, you know, I just always got to do I feel like I got to do so much stuff on my own. Right. And she says, well. What you've done and what you've been really good at over the years is training everyone in your life. To do just that you've been really good at doing everything on your own and making people feel like you don't need help. So that when they come to you asking you, do you need something, you probably give them this energy like, I'm good, I got it. And so basically she said, you don't ask for help. And because of that, people don't come to you asking you if you need help. Mm -hmm. So throughout your life, you've just built up this wall where it's like, Carmen's got it, Carmen's going to do it, and we don't need to ask Carmen, does she need anything? And so when I came to that, conclusion i said 2024
1: help me please is giving damsel in distress girl that's it's giving damsel in distress i love that for you yeah so. and me as well because i you don't get a prize you for being don't. stressed the hell out you get no. a an illness that's Hello. the prize for stressing yourself out so no Oof. thank you the superwoman syndrome like ends today today If y'all have questions that you want answered based on nothing at all, just our opinions, write us, dearuntipod (laughs) at gmail.com. If you're interested in advertising your business, um, you can send us an email as well. Mm -hmm. If you got some fly clothes for us, we would love to wear them. And y'all, we're going to be doing more than just podcasting in 2024. So holla at your girls, okay? Mm -hmm. Thank you for tapping in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on Apple. Five stars. Subscribe on YouTube and make sure you download the Grown Woman TV app on Roku. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye.